after the she gets hardcore on stereo show. Yes. And uh, Corey and I were uh we're gonna figure out what we wanna talk to. I mean talk about on this show or what we don't want to on this show with y'all. So Yes, absolutely. First, I just wanna say that you can find on IG at Moonlit DNA and on Twitter, and you can find me myself at the same name that I have on here. She gets a pod on IG, Twitter, and uh, wherever else you hashtag that thing. So, how's your day been so far? Um, pretty relaxing, honestly. I slept late. I had the day off today. Um. There's a lot of production going on in mm. the place that I work at. It's a, a small Black-owned business Yeah. Um, called The Butters. Get The Butters. Getthebutters.com. We got vegan and, and organic hair, hair and skincare products. Oh. So, um, yeah, we're based out of Michigan. Mm. And so I did a lot of shipping earlier in the week and helped a little bit with packaging um, mm-hmm. But there's, yeah, there's just a lot of production going on today, and I, I don't really do that as much. So mm-hmm. I got the day off, and I go back tomorrow. But it was, like, really nice to just sleep and be in my yeah. bed nice and cozy, because it is cold here. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I heard, I've never been to the Midwest area up north, but I heard you guys stay a little bit colder in our spring months i'm in georgia so yes and i have family out in atlanta so i'm freaking jealous they always send me photos and i hate it people come down here and they assume it's supposed to be hot or warm and sometimes you have the same weather or worse weather than new york um i know for the past two days florida has been having like 20 degree weather and because my mom called wow so it's really like no escaping the weather now. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. The weather For- don't love us. <laughs> it don't love nobody because they keep playing with it. Um, That's true. We keep trying today- to tell it what it will and won't do. Right. So today's been like very depressing and rainy and cold. So um, I've been in the house with the kids and then Today I got like six huge boxes delivered to my house mm. where I felt very looked at by my neighbors because I don't go anywhere. They never see me like leave at a specific time and come home and they know that I have kids and they're just like, how the fuck is she having all these packages come to the house? So my new job delivered like everything as far as like equipment I would need to start next one one time. So it be it mm. either looks it looks like I'm selling pussy, or ah. I'm, <laughs> I'm selling dope at my house because every day I've been getting packages. <laughs> I think the neighbors think I'm selling dope. <laughs> <laughs> selling dope. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I am usually half naked. I'm just trying to put things. So um yeah, so that's been like my day and then I've been editing like crazy. So yes. Yo. I mean, and what if you were? What are they gonna do about it? You know, you, you get your coins. 
he must they can mind their business must have a most fantastic banging only fans okay because the numbers right? are <laughs> exactly it's okay I'll take it tell him be like y'all mad y'all mad cause y'all can't do it like me right cause I got the goodies let me tell you what I did I googled hardcore right mm-hmm. not not like the regular spelling like your spelling with your name mm-hmm. And I ran across uh, a few things. They have a company called Hardcore that does SAT testing. Oh, really? And, and that has nothing to do with us. They have something that uh, a company that uses Hardcore for their glasses that I hate. They're like performance glasses that look like alien eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that. I hate them so much. Um, then they have this uh, song called Bliss by Hardcore where it has like killer clowns that have nothing to do with her. Then they have a personal trainer whose company is Hardcore. We're not doing any workouts on this show. That has nothing to yeah, do no. with They have apparel called Hardcore. That's nothing to do with us. Possibly in the future, but not right now. And then they have right. Hardcore for sex. Of course they would. And of course. you know, we may or may not talk about that on this show. We don't we don't know yet. But for I mean, I'm open for it. So listen. <laughs> you know what I was doing before we got on here? I was making my questions for this show I'm supposed to do with this um this girl that's like a professional pleasure teacher. So we're gonna have like a whole episode on her talking about teaching people how to give great head. Oh yes, it's gonna be fantastic. So I was doing the questions for her for that, but for the most part, I feel like she gets hardcore. Should be a show about us and whatever the fuck is on our minds. Right, I agree with that. So that that will sum it up. But to go ahead and break the ice and let these people know who we are. Um, let's start with you. Who is Corey? So first of all, just so there's no confusion, y'all, because like some people like you be hearing me in these stereo streets and seeing me at the stereo pub and on the stereo beach. And (laughs) some people will call me Corey and some people will call me Core and both are correct. So don't worry. You can say whichever one you prefer. And every once in a while, I'll find somebody who will call me Corey. There are, like, two people on this app that I'm okay with saying it that way. Because normally, I don't really like it that much. I'm not even going to lie. But that would be Love God and Freak Nasty God. Freak Nasty. That's one of my favorite people, which is one of the I know. So I wanted to do a segment on here called Shows and Listeners We Like on Stereo. Yes. All right. I'm down for that. Definitely. There are a lot of great content creators on here that okay. I wholeheartedly support. And I don't think that they're getting the the um, support that they deserve. Uh, so we're going to go over that later. So continue. So we got Corey and we got Core. Mm-hmm. So I am uh, going to be 32 this year. I'm a Taurus. Mm-hmm. I know that if you look at my Instagram, I don't look 32 or 31 for that matter. I understand that. 
Um, but don't be mad about my jeans. I'm 31. I don't know what to tell you. Hello. Um, <laughs> people really be trying me when it comes to my age. I don't know why I would lie about being 31. Um, look, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But um, lying about your age, you got to take it as a compliment. Well, thank you. I mean, I but like my thing is like most people would. If they're gonna lie about their age, they're gonna go for like a cool twenty five. Not they're not gonna be like, yeah, I'm in my thirties, and no. Mm-mm. Although let me t- let me be clear, my thirties have been the best decade so far of my life. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My twenties are way more lit than my thirties. My thirties have been trash. I I was litty titties in the in my twenties, but I was just not. I was not all the way me. Ma'am, my pussy is so dusty in my 30s, and I am 33, and there's nothing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When I say I was Liddy Titties, I I was just doing too much, and I wasn't even doing stuff I really wanted to be doing. I was just trying to find out where I fit in, and I realized that I was just kind of, like, doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing and not what I really wanted to do, and it was costing a lot. It was costing me my mental health, and I just... Mm-mm. So now I do what the fuck I want, and I say what the fuck I want, yes. and I get with who the fuck I want, yes. and it works out. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Embrace your thirties, people. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people on here actually that are about to turn thirty or just turn thirty, and they're stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't be, you know, it is what you make it. And like, I hear what you're saying, you know, like, I mean, like, especially since we've had this whole quarantine situation, it doesn't give you a lot of opportunity to, you know, get it in as oh, much as you might want to. For the quarantine, honey. I was trying to give you credit. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> But also, you got the babies. You got a lot of stuff going on. You know, you got, I mean, you got to, like, fit it in now and stuff like that, I feel like. And uh, honestly, you know, I wouldn't hate being in that position necessarily either. Because, like, in my, like, I know not everybody wants kids. And that's fine. Everybody is allowed to do whatever they want to do. And, you know, some people have kids that didn't want them. And that's fine, too. Because, I mean, shit happens. But I, I want kids. So, like... Wherever you are in your life, y'all, just try to try to find the the silver lining because, like, a lot of people might want to be in your position. All so. I would say that is, if you're in your twenties and you feel like everybody around you is getting married or having kids or have somebody and you don't, that is your time to do you. Don't rush having kids. Don't rush wanting to feel like you're in a relationship. Don't rush being married to somebody, having somebody, because they're, the real tea, the real motherfucking tea is nobody has anybody. People have right. people who are choosing to be with each other. That's what they have. And even when you At have that moment, you're just responsible for many human beings that want to do what they want to do. And you basically have to become this police officer in your own home. <laughs> while they yep, that's... So don't rush it. Just live your life and enjoy being solo dolo. Yeah. Don't rush it. Definitely. And like, just be, like I said, be happy with where you are because who cares if, if everybody and their mama is, is getting married and remarried and all this other stuff. 
Like, I, I watched that happen, and I did feel some type of way about it. And, like, I have a friend who had been divorced twice. No! But by the time we were 26. What the fuck? Right. So... Issues going on. Like, y'all don't want that. I know y'all don't want that. Don't nobody really want to get divorced, especially no. twice, and had kids with no. ex-wives and new kids with the new wife. And I don't even know if they're still together at this point. I was in a so, this girl was talking about. It was this scenario room where they would so people would make like scenarios of would you stay or would you leave the relationship if this happens? And this girl was in the room and she was talking about how she got married at 19 and the guy basically wanted her to sit in the house and just do like wife shit, but she couldn't go anywhere. And I'm just like, what type of mindset would you have to have to be married at 19? Yeah, I... I don't know. I mean, I because I know that like maybe our grandparents and stuff did that shit. That's but... different. They, they right. Had... It was a different time, man. Like, I'm gonna marry you because that's what I'm supposed to do because I want that pussy forever, and that pussy means something to me. Or we made a baby, so now we have to be committed to each other forever. But people don't think like that now. So yeah, they don't. I mean, and and sometimes people will do that now, yeah. and then that's what leads to the divorce later because we don't have that steadfast learn to love each other kind of thing like like our grandparents may have had. So I, I say we have too many options. That's why we just so loose. With I do. Them. I do think we have too many options. That is one thing that I do agree with. I also think that you you, you can see too many different people. Yes. So uh, you be seeing you be seeing fake people too, and people be editing pictures and stuff like that, and you just be feeling like, whoa, if people can look like that, then why am I stuck with whatever I have around my area? It's like you know, don't do that because, like, first of all, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, looks aren't everything, but they are important, but they're not everything. But back in the day, their pros were very basic, like. Ooh, I saw a girl today and she washes her hair more than three times a week. I think she's the one. Or ooh, she discovered <laughs> she discovered bath soap and she takes baths on a regular. I think she's the one. Now we got right. like people with too many options, too many pros. People have the ability of hiding their cons for years and us not knowing that they have three lives and shit. And it's just too much. It's like when 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 I get asked, "What do you want to eat?" I need you to back it up with you have three options. You have Chinese, you have Italian, or we can go grocery shop and I could go home and I could cook for you. If you just tell me what would you like to eat, and you don't come back and tell me I got three options, I'm never gonna give you an answer because I'm going to try to mentally eat everything I've ever eaten. <laughs> Like, don't ask me that. And that's how it is about people and options and them feeling like the first argument I'm leaving or, you know, the first time you do something incorrect um, when it's really your first time ever having to do something, you're not the one or you're not good enough and all this bullshit. And I'm just like, mm, but are you really it? Do, do you really want it? Would you really want to be with you? And the 
the answer is probably no. So, right? yeah. So what it's else? Highly likely to be no. Yeah. What else do you like to do? I like to play video games. I haven't gotten to play as much as I um, used to, but now I'm getting back into that. Thank you, quarantine. You know, positive side. Well, um, a gamer out here. Oh, you know, you know. Can't tell you into Pokemon for some reason. <laughs> Still. Pokemon. <laughs> I love it. The Pokemon, but my my child likes Pikachu. So. Does, do your kids play Pokemon Go? No. She has a Pokemon game, but every time I get closer to giving it to her because my friend gave it to me to give to her, I'm just like, no, because she'd be trying my patience. Like, today, she was, <laughs> she was on her iPad for virtual school, and because the laptop that they give her, the, the webcam went out. So she was on her iPad on Zoom, and she's supposed to be doing stuff with her class, and her teacher was like, um, "Hey, Anya, um, what are you? What's going on? Because you're just not paying attention." She was like, um, "My sister keeps coming in here asking me for waffles." I looked down the hallway in my house, and her sister is dead ass in the living room on the pillow, minding her whole fucking business. So I walked in her room. I said, "Why are you blaming your sister when your teacher is clearly talking to you?" She was like, "Um, mind." She's like xing out the screens. So I said, "So you on the iPad playing games while you supposed to be on Zoom?" Oh, okay. And her whole class was listening. So she was embarrassed. And I punished Ooh. her. I punished her in front of her whole class, though. Yeah. So every time I get close to giving her the pro of playing that game or knowing that it exists in this house, I take it back. So, yeah. Maybe... One day she'll get it. But yeah. All right. Pokemon. All right. Mm-hmm. Relation. This. Oh, I'm single. Okay, single. She's single. Mm-hmm. Works. I'm single. I like a person, but we don't know how that's going to go. We never, we never hmm? do. I said we oh, never yeah, do. no, we never do. Mm-mm. I mean, I did like somebody uh, on this app, too. Things have gotten complicated. I mean, I like a lot of people on this app, to be honest. Like, that's not a, really a secret. Stereo Crush. But, near you. Uh, you know, we could talk about Stereo Crushers. That could be an episode. Shit. Ooh, yeah. I could lead, lead the whole episode. You might not even have space for that episode because oh, I have too many. Okay. <laughs> that's Stereo Crushes. All right. So. I'm going to tell you guys about me, just a little bit about me. Yes. All right. So, my name is Shein, and um, I have a few shows that I do. Uh, most of the time, is she gets a podcast, and I do mm-hmm. Loud Mouse on here with Greg. Hey, Greg. I know he's listening. And, hey. Um, I'm a mom, and I'm a creative. So if you go to www.whoishan.com, that is every fucking thing that I am into. And then that's like the hub of my everything. And I've never fully met Corey in the physical, but she was always like a frequent listener on the stereo app with Greg and I. So here we are. Here we are. And we're vibing. And I am very single by choice because... I need to make sure I'm 100% mentally 
in order to entertain anybody or the possibility of anybody and I'm not ready yet I think I'm at like mm, 78% and um, you know I have my two days a month where I wish I had a man and then the rest of the time I'm just happy being by myself so my pussy is very dusty by choice and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and I just mind my business and I create and I barely you don't talk to her um, I mean, I do talk to her. We play, you know, sometimes. We do enjoy um frequent... Well, then she's not dusty. You clean, you keep her clean. She just <laughs> Every time She's just kind of like polished and on the shelf most yeah. of the time. That's all. You ever go to the playground with somebody and they don't want to play with you? Yeah. That is me and my pussy, okay? Cuz she's tired of me. <laughs> but we do enjoy um we do enjoy our video footage, our Boston Bean video footage. And then we know we mm-hmm. just have time. So um, for Christmas, I did get her some new draws um, that we're going to wear. Nice. We're going to look sexy for the Lord in here. And um, that is it for me. That is all that I am on right now. I'm just focusing and working. My goal is to uh, get to 700 episodes for She Gets It by the 1st of February. And nice. I am. I'm at 690, so I feel like I could do it. And uh, I feel like you can too, girl. So we just we just thugging it, okay? We're thugging it over here, and um, for right now, we just gonna get into a lot of different questions. We gonna have some fun with this audience since we're at seven people that got something to say. I'm a plan. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm so. ready. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing good. Too cool. I'm doing well as well. D&D. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Just a question. What's uh, BG magic? Is that like BG from No Limit Soldiers? Like the whole No Limit Army or whatever? Or is that something else? I'm just asking. Corey, you know It's Black Girl Magic. I just uh, couldn't spell it all the way out because it... it... <laughs> It wouldn't let me. It wouldn't let me. It was trying to yeah. block our shine, all right? You know, like character cool. limits and stuff. Ridiculous. Yeah, no limit. I'm dead, Kev. What's up, Kev? Yo, exactly. Everybody has their own um, path. You know what I mean? And we get caught up in, in looking over and following everybody else's path. But we don't acknowledge or accept or even put energy into our own paths. So I think uh, self-care, self-esteem, self-acknowledgement, um, self, everything Gross. is just uh, so, such, such a big part of this year, just coming into it and just really yeah. bossing up and knowing who you are and what you want to do and just really attacking that and letting the world revolve around, revolve around you. Yes. Yes, Kevin. It's really nice to meet you, by the way, sir. And also, I just wanted to uh, add to that and say that, like, everybody grows at a different rate. Like, self-growth is is a never-ending process, though. Like, even when you start to get the things that you want, you still got to continue to grow. You grow till you you don't, basically. And when I say when you don't, I mean, like, you know, you grow till you in the ground. Yes. I'm gonna be in the um, sea. You 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 will be in the what? The sea like a mermaid. 
Oh, that's what's up. I'm trying to be in a mausoleum. Hey, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want. I don't want a funeral. I think that's um a waste of money. I think funerals are selfish. Hmm. Like if you thought of all of the things that people do at funerals are because they don't want to let go or they they're grieving, so they want to see them one more time or they want to get a dead person flowers. Or they want to show off with things of of how much they appreciate somebody when you could do that while they're living. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, obviously, you can't stop what people do. Well, you can kind of, but you can't stop what people do when once you're gone. Like you yeah. can't be like, "Hey, yo, stop, stop with the fu- cancel the funeral. I don't want to go." <laughs> like you can't. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> the casket. Some people spend more money on their casket than they will ever spend in their lifetime on their education. That's, that's true. That's disgusting to me. So I would rather invest in the living. So that's why I say that. But yeah, the key word in what Kev said is motherfucking self. Self, self, self. So we have to stop looking for people to fix us. Yes. Right? You're supposed to be two whole people sharing... Ha- like and also you're not responsible for anyone's happiness but your own. You're supposed to be right. two people, whole people right. that have found happiness and would right. like to share their happiness. So it's like yeah. I find my happiness, I go, Hey, you look at my happiness. And then you yeah. go, Yeah, look at my happiness. Let's yeah. share. Right. Right. Imagine if your happiness was a wing. Pull your wing out. No, you pull your wing out. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> What? <laughs> now we got two, two oh, wings. Um, I'm, I can answer. I, I can answer that question for you, Shan. Um, the mindset of getting married at nineteen, Ooh. or twenty, or twenty-one, which is what I, you know, what went through is uh, is when you're seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, even sixteen, mm-hmm. you have a. You have a perception in your mind that you know everything. You know what I mean? Like even though you know that you don't know everything, but you have a you have a mindset that you know everything and you know what's good for you and uh, blase blase blase. So you'll get married at nineteen or twenty, thinking that the person that's in front of you is the one that you want to build with, and that situation could go either left or right. You know what I mean? That's, that's, it, it really depends on your personality, your experience, and the other person's personality and experience. Yeah. 19, um, nineteen. I was dating somebody who was seven years older than me. And I've never met a piece of penis that delicious in my life. <laughs> <laughs> When I was 20, I dated a 35-year-old, and I should never Girl! have done that. You was at Disney World all the time. It was all It was all bad. When I tell you, I would have took, took a mugshot for that dick. You did, you, you hear me? Do you hear me? He... He had an 11-year-old daughter. I was nine years oh. older than his daughter no. and 15 years younger than him. It was all bad. <laughs> you mean to tell me he could have picked you up from kindergarten? And an 18-year-old stepson he had, yep. 
Corey. So. Have you ever told your parents? <laughs> oh, my mom met him. What? And that's how we broke up. Yeah, well, I ended up in the hospital because uh, possibly little known fact, I guess, I have sickle cell anemia. Yes. And uh, he had to drive me to the hospital because I was with him when I went into crisis. And um, he came to visit me later down the, the week while mm-hmm. I was still there. And unbeknownst to me, my mom was on the way. Mm-hmm. And so he was there and she showed up and I didn't know she was gonna. She so said, Who he is he went out to go talk to his brother on the phone and he refused to come back in the room until she left. And then he yeah. kind of just left because she wouldn't leave. Of course and she I was listen. like, well, the, here's the thing is that she didn't know that we were dating yet. Of course not. So, but here's the other thing is that my parents are only 20 years older than me. Oh, so she was only five years older than him. It was a whole mess. And then I broke up with him after that. Yeah. Yeah. I will never date someone that close to my parents' age ever again. That was a one-time thing. Um, uh, he did not look his age when I first met him. I love men I did like not that. think that he was as old as he was. Yeah. I thought he was, like, in his late 20s, and I thought that was okay. I was thinking he's like 27 and I was like, that's fine. <laughs> nope. Chuck Tester. This fool lied to me about his age and it was one year off. And I'm just like, you just wasted a whole lie. I don't care right. if you're one year older. Like, men lie for the stupidest shit. I'm yep. Gonna, um, I'm another one. And then, um, yeah, I bust got... it. Um, looks will get you interested but personality exactly. will keep you interested exactly imagine you having both <laughs> right oh my god that's i mean crazy. i think i do but you know <laughs> it's been anyway a- <laughs> it's been a long time since i've had some call out of work peen okay mm, well you know i have never There's- had call out of work what? Yeah, no. I mean, I also haven't worked much, to be fair. Okay. okay, okay. I've been working three jobs since I've been sixteen. The last, the the time, the year that I was when I stopped working three jobs at a time, I think I was like twenty eight. When I was oh, like, damn. okay, I, I think I could work one job. When I tell you, I have me some real slave mentality energy in me. I was like, where am I getting this energy from? I just, what is sleep? Because I don't need it. I just want to work and get some money so I don't have to check my bank account. Yeah, I was working um, crazy. But um, you was bossing it up. Girl, that call out of work peen, it will make you not even lie to your manager. You just call and be like, hey, I'm not coming today. You're like, oh. <laughs> They'll be like, why? No, uh, no, because no. none of your business. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> but listen, I'm in my 30s. I can't afford call out of work peeing. So I'm glad I don't have any. I'm glad nobody's um tickling my fancy. But um, I have I need to leave by this exact time because I'm going to get the D. Well, I have a, oh. I have a I have a uh 
I have a job that allows that. I have a job that's very supportive of that because, <laughs> yeah, because our number one selling product is lube. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I need to go test out your product. Yes, you do. Getthebutters.com. Yeah. Getthebutters.com. You heard it here first, okay? Also, I have a promo code, everybody. So definitely 5% off of all purchases. It does not expire. You can use it as many times as you want. A. The discount code is K I A R A. So, you know, get the buttons.com, 5% off. How about you, girl? I love it. And we'll go over that again before we get out of here later. But my question for you and the listeners. Introducing Black Girl Seeking, a show all about dating in modern times from the good, the bad, and the downright preposterous. Hosted weekly by Anya Smokes and featuring a new guest host each week, we go through the ups and downs of datings and relationships with a unique focus on romance for those who aren't cis, straight, and white. You never know what to expect on Black Girl Seeking, so grab a joint and a drink and tune in is what were some of the worst lies you ever told your mother hmm do you want me to play the voicemail while you think mm, no I got it but we're gonna play some anyway <laughs> what's going on gang how you doing core what's up girl Benny and your co-host nice to meet you uh, I just sent you a follow Hope you guys are doing fucking good. I shit you not. Ah, yeah, Benny. Benny's from Boston, and he knows I love his accent. And um, Benny's one of my crushes. Hey, Benny. Mm, Benny Boom. I I came into his talk the other day, and I told him I was trying to get the boom boom. Hey. But yeah, hey, Benny. Okay, Benny. All right. (laughs) Sexy for the Lord, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did say that. <laughs> she said that. I sent news to one of my um my people the other day because I can't even say why I sent it to him, but you know who you are. I hope he enjoyed it. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Yeah, uh, E Ruth just told Sorry. me that BG Magic was Black Girl Magic. I didn't know. I'm just, yeah. I'm still kind of yeah. left yeah, back man. in the past. <laughs> yeah, E Ruth. Yeah. That's my homie. <laughs> yeah. I love E Ruth also. Yeah, I'm not sending news to anybody these days. It's just, it's just real dusty for my phone and this Pudani, but it's going to be all right. <sighs> <laughs> It's got, yeah. I don't know if y'all seen the big Lebowski, but I'm kind of mm-hmm. like a hippie, kind of like the dude, and I I wouldn't mind anybody putting me in a, in a uh, in a coffee bin and just spread me out in the ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think it is important for people to appreciate and and, and celebrate the the passing, the dead. You know what I mean? Just to yeah. give that acknowledgement. Yeah. But mm-hmm. not. Put themselves in financial jeopardy where they're just going to be struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there's a balance, but I think 
people that do pass along do need or do you you would want that for yourself. You know what I mean? Just like if you pass along, you wouldn't want just people just to be happy and celebrating and just passing. You know what I mean? Just celebrating your passing on and all that other stuff. So I think that's a pretty cool point. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that. I kind of want people to have a seafood boil from my from my uh, in oh. my honor. Okay, my mom says she wanted us to have an all white party when she leaves. I was huh. like, that's kind of cute. Jenny from the block, she's she's really special. <laughs> I don't think I can do the seafood boil party though because I have two relatives that I am actually very close with that are both mm-hmm. allergic to shellfish. So, cool. darn that's it, un- that's unfortunate. Yeah, right, I don't you- want to exclude them, but <laughs> listen. You could have some rice. You could have some some wings over here, and um, that's it. <laughs> Everybody likes wings. So, what is your lie? What is the worst lie you ever told your mother? I lied to her for three years about being a virgin. Oh my god! Are you talking? Yes. <laughs> um. Live to her for three years. I never, my mom never questioned me about that, but I feel like she knew when I did because it was prom night and she kept calling me and I purposely kept not answering. And I think she put the clues together. And then, um, yeah. But I mean, she should have known because she had to make me special panties for my dress from prom anyway. So she should have known. She should have connected the dots. But yeah, that was when that happened. And I was not impressed. Not because he wasn't impressive. Just I feel like everybody hyped it up. I feel like the world hyped up losing that. And then when I lost it, I'm just like, oh my God. It's like having back pain, but in your privates. Like, I'm good. <laughs> well, that's funny because so my mom thought she knew. She, my mom thought I was doing it before I was. Yeah. And that really pissed me off, honestly, when I found that out. Because <laughs> um, you know, you know I was mean? like, what? I, um, I I experimented on my mom because my mom has loose lips. Um, maybe that's why my, my father married her. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> um, but she, uh, I lied to her and I told her that I got my, um, my cycle before I did. And she told everybody, right? She told everybody. She called people and told them. And then at the end of the day, I said, psych. I said, I did not get my cycle. But now that you bought me everything, you will never know when I start my cycle. And you can't keep your mouth shut. And that's why I lied. Oh, wow. Dang. I wish my mom was like that because then I could have got her like that. But no, my mom is... My mom is actually, you know, decent about that sort of thing. So yeah. <laughs> she respected my privacy quite well, actually. My mom doesn't hold shit. Yesterday, I sent her a picture of one of my kids and she texts the picture back to me and texts me, hey, this is my granddaughter. Wow. <laughs> she didn't realize she was sending <laughs> it. <laughs> Why are you sending my child to me and telling me that who she is? I know who she is. She's like, oh, 
I thought I text my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. So well, okay, so this is what had happened. She kept like I don't know why she did this. I think it was junior year that she mm-hmm. started. To, yeah, it was definitely it was junior year that she started doing this, right? And she just we would she, she would pick me up from my dad's house because I rode the bus to my dad's house. Yeah, and uh, I on the weeks that I would stay with him, I would just you know I'd be home already. But then on the weeks that I would stay with her, she picked me up from there after work on her way home. So the highway is like right by his house or his old house. Um, mm-hmm. So as soon as we would get on the entrance ramp for some fucking reason, yeah, she would be like, "So you still a virgin?" I and I. Right, and I, that's how I felt. Thank you. See, that's what I'm talking about. She, yeah. So my mom is a Gemini, y'all. My mom is a Gemini. I'm Gemini's are hey, fucking crazy. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, <laughs> well, y'all fucking crazy. Y'all crazy, and I love you, but y'all crazy. <laughs> she did that shit to me because she's crazy. And I'm a Taurus, and I'm I was born on the beginning of the Gemini cusp, so I'm a little crazy too. But like. She she would do that shit. She's born in May, so she's a May Gemini. Um, but still, like she, oh my god! So I was like, but I wasn't doing nothing. Yeah. At the time, at the time, I had literally never even seen one in person. Oh, a dick. Wow. Yeah. What? I hadn't uh, done shit. I've seen. So one. I was. I mean, I'd seen one on 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 fucking the computer no I was not in real life out to PG County Maryland with them badass kids playing shoot are there when they should be at the playground I've seen a <laughs> wink okay I, I yeah I was 17 whole years old still hadn't seen one yet oh wow yeah you have virgin eyes mm-hmm. I saw my first one senior year what did you think about it I liked it a lot Oh, I liked mm-hmm. it all. <laughs> right, I liked it a lot. I mean, I liked who it was attached to a lot too. So, okay, ain't nothing like seeing an ugly peen. But that's oh, a whole girl, thing. don't even get me started. <laughs> Listen, Listen. <laughs> but solution, not on people. I mean, you know. <sighs> so I, t- I told her the truth. I was like, yeah, I am. But she, the way she was doing it was making me really uncomfortable and making me feel like if when, when I did lose it, that I felt like I couldn't tell her. Yeah. That's what I don't want, especially the fact that I have two daughters. I want to be as open with them about talking about body parts and what happens and them seeing it on TV. Because to this day, even though I have two kids and I'm 33, I get really uncomfortable watching sex scenes on TV or shows with Same. my mom and what is what the fuck is that about? I don't know. I'd be like, uh can we have a whole conversation right now randomly so they could pass this part and then we could stop talking. <laughs> well honestly I'm like I don't know is it is it also potentially that the scenes are also kind of awkward? The scenes don't even be awkward. It's just the fact that two people are 
engaging with each other and flirting and then they're going to lead to that sort of like short passion and I'm just like I do not it feels like I'm watching porno with my mom I feel that I feel that and then always tell when somebody's into something by their eyes and their gaze I'm just like I do not want to see what mom's into I'm great <laughs> so yeah that's tricky yeah. it feels but, awkward. I mean uh, it also feels awkward when I'm hanging out with my grandmother she always oh, no, wants to watch movies together and I'm just like girl oh no I've never done that I've never done that so you got me there any more lies any more lies mm, that was the biggest one like Big and serious, because I didn't really lie about important things. I always lied about dumb shit. Like I tried to, I tried to hide candy in my pants so I could sneak it to my grandparents' house and eat it because I knew they'd let me eat it. Girl, I got hit by a car when I was seven, going to get now later's at the corner store. Oh, yeah. Oh, and- okay. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> God. I remember my neighbor that looked like Snoop Dogg picking me up out of the middle of the street. He'd be like, oh, I know her. That's my neighbor. And I just blacked out. And then oh, um, damn. my mom ended up taking me to like the hospital. And we were in there. And I woke up. And then, I, and then she was like, you okay? And I was like, where's my candy? <laughs> like, nigga, fuck off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah. I am. Well, a- you had your priorities. <laughs> I am a candy fiend, okay, to the day I die, what's up? Because by the time I get to my 80s, I don't mind just gumming my man piece down. Like, it's cool. You know, these teeth and I had a time. All right. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> I'm going to play, play a few of these uh, messages and see if anybody did any lies to their mom. And then we're going to get into the next question. Oh, okay. So, um... Like the question I have for both of y'all, uh, for both of y'all is, well, is maturity the most alluring um, aspect in dating, or just the uh, the most alluring, uh, you know, the most shiny object? You know what I mean? Like, is is maturity everything, and then everything else kind of falls below? Define maturity. Uh, you want to answer this? No, I said define maturity. Okay, so for me, I'm goofy and I don't I don't value maturity up front with people because I try to the people that I even give the acknowledgement of I would like to go here with you. We're friends first. So of course, I don't give a fuck about you being mature up, up front because we're friends first. So as long as you have a sense of humor, and I know that you're not an idiot and I learn you a bit more, then we can dig into are you mature enough to have discussions that need to be discussed before um, decisions are made to do acts. Uh, so it's not maturity upfront for me. It's more so do you have a sense of humor and do we have chemistry and then can we get to maturity? That's it. Okay. Me. Well, because I was not necessarily thinking, like, maturity as a behavior. I was thinking, like, because we had talked about uh, dating people that were older than us. I was like, do you mean, like, mature as an older? Or do you mean mature as in not childish? 
okay. action. Even when that's why I'm like, what is? I don't. I, okay, I don't like men my age. I'm 33. I would never talk to another 33 year old. That's out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think the person that I would enjoy talking to would probably have to be like 40 and older, because oh. I like I like men that can teach me things. I like men that can give me their experiences so I don't have to fuck up and figure that out for myself, a.k.a. put me up on game. And Mm -hmm. I like men that know what they like and can directly tell me what they need. Because when you get somebody your age, they're still trying to figure out a nice way to tell you, you're not doing this right. I want it like this. A man that's older would be like, no. Come over here so I can show you how you can do it. And I'd be like, ooh, that's what I like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Um I don't I definitely can't date a guy that's that much older than me at this point. Why Once not, you hit Corey? I'm what? Oh, okay, Corey, we're different because you want kids, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But so that's not why. Okay. Well well go ahead and tell him why, Corey. <laughs> um because the closer like I feel like back when I dated the thirty five year old, it was like like thirty five became like this weird threshold for me. Yeah. Now that I am thirty one, it's like okay, you could maybe get like thirty eight. But it gets to a point for me because like I said, my parents are twenty years older than me. Oh, it gets to a point where you start getting too close to my parents' age, and I literally start thinking of my dad, and that is oh, no. so not hot. Oh no! Well, you know what? For me, that doesn't work because my dad was thirty years older than my mom. My mom is sixty-seven, so I will never get that close. Right. That's my point. Is most of my friends, their parents were like about thirty or so when they had them, so. They still got a good threshold, but I'm like, you got a good 10 years before I'm like, mm, I'm going to question um, it. And if you start to get even close, like if you start to get even closer to my parents' age, yeah. it's just like, mm, mm, I, I, I can't, I can't do it. Let me go down. <laughs> especially okay. with this whole thing about guys really wanting you to call them daddy lately, I can it doesn't matter what your age is. I'm not calling you that. Like, I can't. Because I still call my daddy, daddy. Listen. And if you had talked to me in my 20s, I was definitely calling men daddy. I never um, did that. Never. Not, not be- once. Not even in my 20s. Not because I had daddy issues, but just because it was just something that would make somebody be like, why the fuck are you calling me that? But um, I was an agitator in my 20s. I will confess. But uh, <laughs> I don't do that anymore. You know, I've I've gone to my rehab, and I'm better now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your rehab. That's funny. I'm gonna play these voicemails, and then I'm gonna get into the next question. Yo, I'm in this thing. How are y'all? Great. Happy pre-Friday. All that. You know, I'm talking to Shan from She Gets It Pod and what Corey, aka Corey, to everybody else but me. And Shan, of course, how are y'all doing? Uh, Hopefully I can catch up to what y'all are talking about and be a part of it because I need to. Um, I'm sober tonight again. 
this makes day number four. Wild as shit, right? Um, I ain't going to do what everybody else do and say, like, what are y'all talking about? I'm going to just catch up. And I'm going to keep leaving voicemail. So, yeah, let's get hardcore. Yes, no rubbers. It's not that it's hard to keep it real. It's that sometimes there may not even be a point. When you get to a certain point, sometimes it gets beyond worth explaining. I mean, I can keep it real, keep it honest, but if I just already know along the line, like, it's going to cause a lot of problems, you know, because then they're going to want to know why, why this, why that, and, oh, you know. Don't need to be blunt, but hey, some part sometimes you do have to say it, but I don't think you have to do it like that. I just prefer to say people, you know, spare people their own feelings and just do it the way I will want to do it. As long as it's respectful, then. But for the most part, I just kind of just steer away, and that they kind of get the hit of that. <sighs> I'm trying to connect to where he could be possibly answering. Yeah, I don't know. Me being the, uh, my mom's only son, my mom has another, uh, daughter, which is my sister, which is my oldest sister. Yeah. Um, I've never really had to, I never really had to go through the whole, um, you know, lying to her or whatever like that. Like, yeah, I would give her, you know, a little lie, like I'm going to the movies, but I'm going, you know, to smoke weed or whatever like that. But, um. I'm guessing for me, it's, uh, I remember the first time I told her that I, uh, that I was going to have a baby, that I was going to have my first baby, you know, with, you know, with the first of my four children, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really like a lie. You know what I mean? Like, I think me and my mother had a, a good, you know, rep- repertoire because just because I was the only boy. And I think that's a big difference. And I want to know how y'all think about the whole sibling, only boy, only girl kind of dynamic. <laughs> And that is me. My mom had five kids drop out her, and I was the last, and I'm the only girl. And I know that I'm my mom's favorite. <laughs> that is not a question, and that is why she goes so hard. She gets so excited about everything that I do, and that is why I purposely flash her every time I Facetime her to this day. What? <laughs> because she deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she you what? Like imagine, okay, imagine having a house full of boys and you're the only girl and you're the last kid and your mom wanted a girl since her first kid. Everything girly my mom threw at me and I was hella resistant because how can you be super girly in a house of all boy shit? Ma'am, I am a tomboy for survival. Like, <laughs> you cannot put me in lace and fluffy dresses and stockings and think everything's about to be all good. I do not wear that, Sam. I am. I do not wear that. So, yeah. So, I've always been resistant, and my mom still feels like she got duped out of having a real girl because I was. Super- <laughs> so. I think she scarred me and that's why I have two girls and I'm not having any more kids because the devil is a lie. And <laughs> my daughters are really girly, so I always tell her those are the girls that she should have had. But yes, the only girl syndrome and the only boy syndrome is a real thing because 
anytime my mom needs something, she calls me. Anytime something's broke, she calls me. Anytime she needs to order something and she doesn't want to, but she's trying to hint that she wants me to do it, she calls me. So that is the cost of being the favorite or being like the go-to kid. And you don't, she doesn't get mad at me about stuff. Everybody else, all the other boys, she'd be like, man, I don't know why they won't do this right. Oh my gosh, you know, I'm just like, girl, girl, did you just call me the vent or are we going to do something? <laughs> and it's usually just the vent, but that's what happens when you're the last, like. No, you can never act too much. You can never, you know, have enough. Like they, they always make an exception. Um, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. I don't know nothing about that life. Uh, I'm an only child. Period. Ooh. Uh, so there are no boys. Yeah. <laughs> and there are no other girls. I'm right. the only grandchild on both sides. Uh, wow. Yeah, both both of my grandmothers had two children. My my dad's mom had two boys. My mom's mom had two girls. My dad's mom had, you know, my dad, and then had my uncle. Mm-hmm. Both with my grandfather, they were together till she passed. My mom's mom had my mom with her dad. They got divorced. She got with my aunt's dad, had my aunt, but they're like seven years apart. Mm-hmm. And my uncle doesn't have any kids. My aunt doesn't have any kids. But my aunt does have other siblings because of her dad. Mm-hmm. So she does have other nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. But my uncle doesn't. <laughs> so, so and been, also they life? don't live. Hmm? You've been living a good life all your life. You could say that, but at the same time, it's like uh, I still grew up around mostly dudes because I had my uncle, my grandfather, my dad, and then my grandma. My grandma always wanted a girl, so she did try to spoil the fuck out of me. But she didn't try to make me extra girly. Yeah. Um, and then I had my stepdad, and then most of my cousins are male. Damn, Corey. So that's why I'm a gamer. Because <laughs> they all played video games. I get it. And uh, I, I am girly. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I just don't I don't try that hard. I don't I can't do makeup. I'm not good at it. I don't get it. Yeah. I look great in it and I like it, but I don't want to do it myself. I'd rather get it professionally done, but I ain't got the money for that shit. So it's just not gonna happen because I'm lazy. Because when you get it professionally done, they make you look like you casket ready and I hate that. Mm. See, that's what I do is I tell them not to use foundation. Yeah. And to just do my eyes. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I need. Yeah. Um, um, and then I can put lipstick on. Like, I don't need I love that. So Now, with this mask situation, you just got to make sure 
you wear chapstick underneath that mask because when I tell mm-hmm. you lips, these lips be getting weekly scrubs, like sugar scrubs, sugar and some honey. Scrub mm-hmm. them so soft, your dick looks thank you later, okay? They be so <laughs> soft, okay? So do that. Scrub them lips, but wear your chapstick. Yeah, I love lipstick, especially like a dark lipstick. Mm-hmm. I got tons of lipstick, but I barely go there, so it's but I'm going to play these voicemails because we got like a bunch of these hoes. Yeah. <laughs> she gets a pod. I can tell you and your mom are really, really, really close. And that's a we good are. thing. Cause that's just like, I don't even know <laughs> where to go with that story. <laughs> but it's, it seems like uh, it's a story between two very close, a very close bond between mother and daughter. So that's a beautiful thing. It's wild as shit, but it's a beautiful thing. I flash my mom. I flash my mom. Ooh, quick question. I love having two women talk, especially, you know, just two cool ass women. Well, Shout out to Corey. I, I'm following you now. But um question is, what is the dynamic of a mother daughter situation when the mother realizes that the daughter isn't a virgin anymore? Like how does that work? She's you know what I mean, for like like talking from my perspective, for a man and a single mother, it's just pretty much a very fluid, liquid thing. After a while, you know, uh, the mother already knows because it's like, you know, just the interaction with women is already a telltale sign that, you know, that uh, that the boy's going to be all up in that. You know what I mean? For the most part. So what's the dynamic of the daughter mother relationship as far as virginity? That's I, I really want to know that. Go first, Corey. OK, well, that's easy. I lost it exactly a week before my 18th birthday. Um, so technically by the time we had the discussion I was an adult already mm-hmm. um, and then we came to an understanding because she was she was actually trying to make it more comfortable for me mm-hmm. her her humor is just fucked up <laughs> and and I did not get it at all yeah um she thought it was funny. She didn't know that I was fucking terrified. Oh no. So she didn't mean to do that. She was trying to be funny and make it a lighthearted thing. Okay. Which is weird to me because I still I'm not still still not seeing how that was but okay. But um we were able to have that discussion. And at least for my mom, because I know it's not like this for everyone. Um it sounds like it was for you generally, but um, but she, she was like, you know, I just, she was like, first of all, I was telling everyone that like, like people, cause my mom does a lot of like outreach stuff. So she was like, people that are in college at my, at my old college, like I always donate to the people in the same dorm room that I stayed in Yeah. and it's a girl's dorm. So I'm always trying to like be big sister to whoever stand in that dorm yeah and when they come to me with problems i use you as an example because you've been telling me this whole time that you're not doing anything and you mean to tell me that i've been lying to these people basically but you were because... she was making you feel uncomfortable so why would right 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 that? right and that's why i was like well but you made me uncomfortable yeah she was like oh like she didn't know that she was like you didn't tell me that why wouldn't you tell me that I was like because I was uncomfortable 
But of I course, I'm not gonna. T- it's very important to read body language, and I do a lot of reading my kids' body language when I talk to them. So then, later when they get bigger, I know when they're lying, I know when they're uncomfortable, and I know when they're telling the truth. And your mom wasn't good at reading body language clearly. She was, but she was driving, so she wasn't paying attention. Oh. Because normally my mom is really good at reading my body language. Mm. But she was driving. So, like, of course I would prefer for her to be paying attention to the fucking road, but we were able to come to to a consensus. We have a much more open relationship in those discussions now. She did always tell me back then, like, I could come to her about anything. Yeah. But I was always so bent on not getting in trouble that Mm. I wouldn't come to her. Okay. So for me, my mom never disciplined anybody. My house was like the kid house on the block. Mm. All of my my brothers were fucking. So my mom took it like a nonverbal, like, okay, your brothers are fucking. I'm sure you know what it is. Don't fucking do it when you're not supposed to do it. But when I did it, she knew who I did it with. And she just knew, like, he wasn't nobody out of pocket. So she was like, okay, I don't have to discuss it with her. And all of my brothers had double babies before me. And I was the last to have a kid. So I feel like I checked it off the list. We don't have to have <laughs> this. Um, and the fact that my mom sat at a table at dinner and told my 17-year-old boyfriend that sucking dick is a part of life, we're even. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to play these voicemails. <laughs> I do think a part of it is us Americans being very sexualized as far as just our art and our mm-hmm. content and our entertainment. Like, we don't see uh, nudity or a woman's body or a man's body as art. We see it as more as just kind of lustful ends to a mean to, to get ourselves off. You know what I mean? But, uh mm-hmm. I think Europeans have a more uh, grasp and understanding of sexuality and just uh, just at least nudity and naturalness. But at the same time, um, you know, it, it is a thing that we have to deal with. Like, I'll never feel comfortable watching a sex scene with my mother or my sis, my older sister or my kids later down the line. It's just a very, I don't know, it's just a very awkward thing. You know, I, I don't think we'll ever be that naturally comfortable with each other to accept that. Listen, I agree with that. When I tell you my brothers get so up in arms when my mom puts on shorts over her knees. <laughs> I'm just like, my mom's butt is caved in. Nobody's looking. Calm down. <laughs> I mean, for maturity is is what you think of maturity. I mean, what do you think of as mature and maturity and your bounds and limits? You know, what I mean, that's what really maturity is. I mean, um, a woman could love to party and just turn up and whatever and just have fun with their mate, but there's a certain level of maturity that she expects, even with the whole turn up and and wilding out. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. it's the woman that's just very settled down mature in her profession and all of this stuff so there's a level of immaturity that she doesn't expect a man to have so it's really a balance in what you want and where you're at in your time okay so um... well for me maturity isn't an age thing you know what i mean like maturity is 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 very much a state of mind and a consciousness 
because I know 38 year olds that aren't as mature as a 20 year old Mm -hmm. just from experience. So maturity does um, trickle down in certain, you know, certain uh, aspects of life, ages, professions, all that other stuff. All right, go ahead. I think that um, the thing about it is I'm goofy too. I like to joke around. Yes. But I need I need someone who is mature enough to read the room. Yeah. And know when to stop. When to shut and the when, fuck up. Yeah, when the joke has gone too far when I don't think it's funny anymore. Yeah. Because I feel like if you if you can't do that then you are immature. Being mature doesn't mean that you can't be goofy or that you can't have fun. But it does mean that you need to know your boundaries and know other people's limits and not childishly push those to get a rise out of someone because it's just not cool. And that's my that's my thing. Super facts. So uh so core, it said that you wanted to have children. Well, I have semen. What's you know, I want children, you know, I got semen, I got a house, uh you know. What's, what's, you know, what's making it happen? <laughs> Joey, I love you. <laughs> I love you, Joey. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I didn't even expect you to be in here because you were having a talk earlier and I was expecting it to go. So I love you, Joey. Thank you for joining us. And yeah, you know, I mean, like, we, we talk about it, you know. <laughs> now, the whole daddy thing, that is not just a female thing or a male thing. It's just a very... It's a very fluid thing, you know what I mean. So some women want their man to, you know, to uh, to be referred as daddy, you know what I mean. And then some women is like, no, 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 no. And it's all I think it's really all the relationship that you have with your dad, as far as a woman. And 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 I think that's just I think that's the most thing. So the whole daddy thing, I think that's just a very it's not a man thing at all. It's it's uh, if a woman wants you to call her uh wants you to call me daddy that's the one thing and then you know what i mean so it's a whole and then there's some dudes that want to be called daddy i guess for whatever reason but you know i I don't think that's a very uh it's a very gender neutral thing it's just what it is so here's my thing about that (laughs) um if you want me to call you daddy you need to first of all we need to be in a full relationship Second of all, you need to be doing at least one of two things. Either you need to actually be the father of my future children. And when I say future, I mean, like, because um, I ain't got them yet. But, like, we would look like I would need to at least be pregnant with your kid at that moment for me to start calling you daddy. And or you need to be paying for everything because that's what my daddy did. So my dad still pays for my phone bill to this day. Father, come through. So, you want that title? You need to earn that shit. I used to have a Other. daddy bill, <laughs> but it was my daddy. Though. It was oh my, my daddy. Though. <laughs> I was the only uh, boy, but I was also a child actor, and uh, I did plays and things, and I specialized as playing um, uh, female roles as a kid. So, um, 
<laughs> so my mom got to basically kind of have all in like both a little bit. So it was kind of cool. And my dad, he was like old as shit. So he was like, very satisfied. He was like, I got <laughs> I got both. Uh, obviously, I identify as a man. And I'm, I'm a man, but it was just something weird. Uh, I heard you talking about being a girl and being the, a tomboy. And so your mom was like, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to play in the dirt. I like to fight people in the neighborhood. Anybody talk snappy to him, going at next. I used to have to beat up boys in the neighborhood for my brother's bike that was three years older than me because he wouldn't fight, a.k.a. he couldn't fight. So I used to have to go to, like, you know, the basketball um, court where all the mm-hmm. men, the boys were, and just walk in the middle of the fucking game, pry their hands off of his bicycle, and ride it to the house so he could have it. Oh, wow. Listen, listen. I was with the shits. I've been with the shits. I'm still with the shits. Corey, your perspective is so unique. I want to hear more. Pour it out. Let it on the line. Give it to us. <laughs> like the whole thing? <laughs> we don't got time for that. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to you, but we ain't got time today. <laughs> we'll have more episodes maybe next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would like to also mention I was eight years apart from my sister. Okay. So I was basically like an only child, and one of my parents wanted a boy, the other one wanted a girl, and I just so happened to have this gift <laughs> hey. uh, on stage, so it, it worked out, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen. That is pretty, uh, fantastic i'm a little jealous i always wanted to be famous in in movies acting modeling damn it oh you were you in um what is that called what the fuck is that called in high school were you um no i wasn't in theater okay i should have been in theater because i'm a fucking fool but i wasn't yeah yeah, you know. Hey, so Corey, me being nosy, um What am I eating? How is it like <laughs> or how was it like for you being the only um oh. only child in that aspect? You know what I mean? Like, um do you feel that you're kinda spoiled? Do you feel that or do you have no acknowledgement of you being spoiled? Um what was your interaction with other kids and other you know what I mean? Like what 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 was your perspective of being the only child in Hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't know how you didn't know. I don't know who ain't tell you. I don't know if you're reading the uh, captions. I don't know if you're on the She Gets It pod on IG or on Twitter. But the girl got merch, okay? Shh. I got to tell them this information. The girl got merch. I got you on sweatshirts. I got you on long sleeve tops. I got you on hoodies. I got you on masks if you pro mask out here, okay? I even got you, um, you know, bags, you know what I'm saying? On the sign that you need to hide your stash in. Fanny Pack World, I got y'all too. Check out She Gets It Shop on Teespring, okay? I got y'all with the merch, all right? Now back to this show because y'all need this information because one thing I'm tired of is what I've been seeing and what I've been hearing. And we all need reality checks. We just do. In that dynamic, like being the only, only child. Tell oh, yeah. Spoiled as fuck oh, to wow. this day. Come on, um, 
I mean, shit. I'm blessed. <laughs> so, I mean, what can I say? I, you know, my my dad literally told me that if I was born a boy, I would have got. I would have got spanked on a regular. Mm-hmm. My daddy never spanked me. Never, not one time. Oh, my dad. Uh, yeah, my mom was the only one, and she she stopped after a while. So, mm. she she decided to stop because she realized that she was doing it out of anger, and not mm. out of uh, trying to teach me anything. And it wasn't mama. teaching me anything. It was just making me resent her. So she stopped. My mom tried to sit on me and whoop me in the kitchen one time, and we both ended up laughing, and that was the last time. And I was sick. <laughs> and I am like this because I didn't get my ass beat enough, which is why I share my leathers with my children to this day. To the <laughs> Because I refuse to break myself, okay? Me not getting <laughs> Me not getting ass whoopings as a child is why I was slamming men's doors in my 20s. Okay? <laughs> All right? I needed to park me. Okay? I've never been parked before. I needed somebody to park me. Okay? So. <laughs> Core, if you are a gamer, what is join my Discord. What is your Discord? What games do you play? Give us a list. We need to know. Uh-oh. Oh, baby, I will send you my stuff on Instagram immediately. ASAP, she said. Yes, my two daughters, the oldest one is just loves makeup and the whole tutorial makeup looking cute. Even though she ain't going nowhere, she's going to get her hair done and all that other stuff and spend hours in the bathroom and just get it tight. <laughs> and my youngest daughter, she's just the whole... She's more of a, on the tomboy tip where she's just... If she wants to look cute for some boy outside, that I can realize, like she'll just put on a little lip gloss and then just go out there and just do the whole, you know, her thing. So <laughs> I love learning about the complexity of women and the dynamics and everything like that because I already know how dudes are. So this is this talk is very interesting and very uh, informative. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I love all that, but uh, yeah, I suck at it. So I I would be the one that was just like lip gloss, maybe maybe uh, eyeliner and mascara, but I could not. I, I finally, because nobody had the nerve to fucking tell me, I didn't know you were supposed to blend your shit. So I started trying to do eyeshadow, and I never blended it. Girl, <laughs> this is my thing. If I can't hug a man like over his Buddha belly and really like rub on him. Without fucking up his shirt, I don't want it on me. Yeah, and see, I don't wear um, foundation and shit because I don't need it. Um, yeah. I don't okay, see it cool. as necessary. Okay. I mean, I don't have an issue with my skin. Like, my skin's not perfect. Right. People seem to think so. But I do get pimples now. I never did as a teenager. Yeah. I started. I feel like I started getting pimples more in my late 20s. Mm. But um, I still don't care enough to be putting on foundation. I still think my skin looks nice. So some people are, um comfortable with their raw cells, and some people just feel like they need to give this illusion of, you know, I got this all together. <sighs> I just like colors. Literally, that's the only reason I like makeup is because I like colors. Foundation is not colorful. Foundation is just skin tone. 
I want blue and green and all this other crazy shit. And that's another thing. I don't like when people always constantly use basic ass, uh, like the appropriate for work look or whatever. I'm like, if you don't give me the neon green, I swear to God. (laughs) She said, give me that. Well, and and that's the thing with parenting that I try to learn, you know, it's like my mom, she was very hard to go to with those stuff because she would overreact to everything. So my mindset, it was just like, you know what, I'm not going to go to her with this because she's going to freak out and just going to just dishovel everything that I'm trying to accomplish. But I think, you know, as just uh, our new um, our new age going along, we do need to be more open with our kids and not put so much fear in them that that they can't come to us. You know what I mean? Because as parents, we could easily just come to uh, come in in that stance of just a domineering kind of aspect where we, you know, our kids are afraid to talk to us about anything, and I don't want that but at the same time you do need to parent and put your foot down so it is a very complex situation but i am on the side of being open one thing that my mom didn't make me scared of ever and that i knew i could always come to her about was if i had been out with friends and they were drinking or doing anything and i didn't know if i could get home safe i knew i could call her Literally to the point where (laughs) when I was old enough to drink and I wasn't even living in the same state anymore, Mm -hmm. I got too drunk by accident and it was 2 a.m., but I couldn't go home. Have you ever, like, has has something bad ever happened while you were drunk and you just, like, sober up out of nowhere to take care of the bad situation? Uh, Every time I've been drunk, I've had... I created children, so don't don't talk to me about that. <laughs> oh, well, damn. Basically, like if I'm out drinking or doing whatever, if something happens to a friend, like say they fall or something, or I don't know, mm-hmm. and I feel like I need to take care of them, I need to make sure they're okay. It's like my adrenaline or so- something sobers me the fuck up immediately, mm. like. I don't know what it is, and it, but as soon as the situation is handled and everything's okay again, I immediately feel everything all over again. I just get drunk <laughs> out of nowhere. Oh, no. And that's I... what happened? No. Is this, this girl I was with, she got way too drunk. We got a hold of her boyfriend. He came to get her. Yeah. And I was like, I think she just drank too fast. We were having a good time. We were just sitting and talking. But I think she just drank too fast. Uh, but I wanted to make sure she got home okay. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, thank you. I appreciate it. As soon as, He was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. I feel fine. And then as soon as he left, I was like, okay. And I go to walk to my car. I get to my car and I'm like, I am not fine. <laughs> I am not fine. And what I called you- my mom. <laughs> I was like, mom, I'm so tired. And I, but I'm too drunk to go home. Mm-hmm. And I need you to stay on the phone with me so I don't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. 
while I sit here and sober up. Because Girl, I'm, I want to uh, work to sleep. I would just like sit on, sit on the phone and make sure nobody comes in my car. This no, that's it. it's illegal. <laughs> you can't do that. You it's a cop. Like it. you're not allowed to sleep in your car, especially not drunk. If the cops show up, you can get in trouble for that. You're not supposed to even. You're not even supposed to be in your car if you're drunk, because that that implies intent to drive. Oh my god! What if you're in the back seat? I don't know whose car this is. There. Some some people <laughs> will. Uh, some cops will be reasonable and and be okay with that, mm-hmm. but um. But technically, that's not legal either. They don't care. Mm, that's bullshit. Oh, and also, though, I needed to stay in the car because it was very cold outside and I have sickle cell. Oh, yeah. And I so I had, to, I had to turn the car on. And oh, that's no. also an implication because I had, I had to turn the heat on yeah. or I was going to get sick. Yeah. So that would have also um, screwed me. I have a cousin that has sickle cell and right now, I don't know why she's like gun ho on living in New York, which is the worst place for people with that right now. No, that's not. Well, that is kind of with Corona, but Corona and like when it's cold like this, she's Colorado. Colorado's way worse. Yeah, she's basically in the hospital the whole winter. Oh, damn. It's bad, but you know. You know, people people struggle through it. Hey, he got semen in the house. <laughs> That's the standard right there. You got semen in the house. Come on in. Come on in. Uh, that, that, that sounds like all the times I drink brown liquor. I can't. All I know is if someone calls me uh, daddy that I'm having sex with, I'm going to throw up. I mean, I'm gonna make sure I throw up on them too, because I don't need to be the only one who's grossed out. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, I am the sugar daddy, and I will pay for everything. And, uh, you know, that's what I did when I was in that, my boy. I cannot. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, y'all? Big homie in this joint, eh? Hey. Shout out to Core. Shout out to She Gets It Pod. You know I'm saying, hey, big homie. What's the vibes? What we talking about? We talking about everything. Everything hardcore. <laughs> Shout out to Big Homie Jones. What's up? Yeah, I'll be your sugar daddy. I cannot. Ooh, <laughs> no. See, I as a man, I was raised by all women, aunties, my sister, my mom. Um. Even, you know, most of my cousins was women. I had a few male cousins, but I was raised by only women. So my perspective was a lot different, too. But at the same time, like after a while, when it was just the the kind of the community of family went away and it was just me and my mom, I got raised by pretty much the boys in the neighborhood. You know, what I mean, that's 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 a whole thing for black men. Like we get raised if we're not getting raised by our single mother that's been, you know, being work, you know, uh, having to work all damn day, all damn night, we get raised by the block. We get raised by our, our community. So I got raised by my homies and everything. So but I always kept that that feminine um, aspect of just being raised by women. So 
that's what makes me different. And that's what makes you different and you different and you different. Come on, Kev. Come through with that energy. The exactly. fitness grand Panther test is a multi-stage error. Fair, go to bed. It is 11 o'clock. Right? And 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 just like you, Shan and uh, Corey, like I only got I only got whipped a few times, just being you know like my mom, uh, just had enough and beat me by you know a good two three times. But the last time, you know, uh, I was like thirteen or fourteen, and I took it like uh, what was it? Oh, what's that movie? Um, was it Glory? Denzel, where he was just like taking the lashes, taking the lashes, and then he had the little tear. You know what I mean? I was taking it like a G. And then my mom seen that, and she was just like, I guess she kind of, you know, and it was purposeful for me, you know. And so she felt some kind of way, so I never got beat after that. But, you know, that's, I guess, so, you know, I'm trying to translate that into raising my kids, and it's hard because, you know, I beat my oldest daughter once in kindergarten, never again. My oldest, uh, my, my other daughter a little bit. The struggle of parenting. Feel, yeah, I like I don't feel like all kids need the leathers treatment, but some of them. <laughs> let me tell some you. of them, yeah. Some Listen. of them do. I be seeing too many is my problem. I see how these kids act. That's one big thing for me. If, so I I stopped, I stopped dating guys with kids for a while. Yeah. Um. Primarily because <laughs> every guy who had kids that I dated, I was just like, shortly after, I was like, yeah, yeah, we got to break up. And <laughs> the reason would always be like, I don't like your parenting style and it's not going to work because you're not going to raise my kids like this because they're going to be trash. And I don't <laughs> like, I, I can't. What? You cut out. I don't recommend people who don't have kids to date people with kids. It's like, because I cared about his kid. I'd very, because he was, he was like almost two. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was still little. and But he was a brat, man. And it was because of how his parents were raising him. And I'm just like, yo, why am I a better parent than both of y'all? You're both older than me and you have a kid and I don't. Because he mm. would act right when we were together and I didn't even really have to. I never even spanked him. I didn't even spank him. Mm. And he still acted right when when it was just me and him. But as soon as his dad came home, it was all all bets were off because he because he knew he could get away with everything because his dad would just give up. That's facts. And I was like, nah, bro, you can't do that. Because like, I'm too what... tired. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. This is not my kid. Like, you're not yeah. about to do this. That's why my three-year-old, she, uh, whenever she gets in trouble, I want my dad. I was like, I don't care. And call him on FaceTime so I can tell him what you did. <laughs> yeah my oldest daughter a little bit like maybe like three or four times just a little something something and then even my oldest even my oldest son i'm not that hard on him because i don't want him to be like i never wanted to be the uh the prototypical 
harsh dad that every son and boy hates his father and all that other stuff. So it is a dynamic being very spoiled, but at the same time, having to discipline your sons and your daughters more than you were disciplined, just because you know that that's the, you know, that's the best thing for them. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. you don't have that in your soul and in your heart to really, you know, Mm. I mean, I I try, I try to up at a, up at a level, but it is hard. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I got it in me, okay? This arm may <laughs> for football. This arm may not have been for baseball. Listen, I, I do got a mean stroke. When I tell you the way that my belt fits in my hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got it at Ross, okay? Got it in Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, sheep. Hey, what's good, Corey? And what's good, she guys? How's it going? How's your night going? It's going good. It's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Corey, that that story you just told, that is the most beautiful. That is the most, uh, that's what every mother wants for her child is to be able for her to call, especially daughter, a mother-daughter situation, especially for the daughter to call the mother to tell her when she's in trouble and vice versa. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just as a daughter, you want to be able to call somebody. You want to be able to call your mother and ask her for help when you need help. No matter what you're going through, no matter, you know, no shame or whatever. And that's the most beautiful dynamic that, you know, I know you take, uh, I know you don't take for granted, but it's so revered. Like that mother daughter relationship is so beautiful. And I, Really, uh, I'm really happy that you have that. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you. My mom is on my, my like best friend. Like I can't tell her that. I can't tell her she's my best friend, but she is my best friend. She because she's always like, I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm trying to be your mom. <laughs> like, like I can't be your friend and be your mom. Like, this is what I tell. And I'm like, yeah, that's true, but also. That's why she's my best friend. She's always honest with me. She keeps me the fuck in check, but she's always got my back. Yes. My mom doesn't keep me in check. I keep myself in check because my mom is too nice to check me. But (laughs) um, the way that I tell my mom that we good kinfolk is I tell her, you know, if I had the power, I would shrink you and stick you in my pocket, girl. And that's my way of telling her, like, you you good money. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. I tell her I'm always going to need her. Listen, well, I, said, I said, when you getting too much thick hair above that lip, I'm going to let you know because I love you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo, Corey, that's a, I don't want to say it too loud, but that's a great topic. Y'all hit that up, the, uh, the whole parenting uh the whole parenting and dating thing that's that's a pretty big you know y'all do that okay parenting and but. dating parenting and dating all right to know who they could push the limits with and who they can't sometimes mm-hmm. they try to do it against one parent to make the other one mad or they use that yep. as a weapon to get what yep. they want from one parent rather than the other yeah we're all Every- manipulative assholes deep down because we started that way as children. 
Every time my three year old goes to her dad's house, he buys her three toys or a toy. What's like a D? That's why she comes here and she expects me to get her stuff and have stuff for her and surprises for her. And the only surprise that I have for her is that she gets an ass whooping. <laughs> the belt, yes, the belt. She gets um, I, I pay the electricity bill so she can charge her iPad. Like, sir, she's not getting that treatment over here. I'm not buying my child to make sure she behaves. Like, I'm not buying her love, no. No, I can't do that. You know, she would just randomly be in the house and I'd be like, I'm like, Ari, I love you, girl. She's like, I love you too, mom. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yo, with kids, and I'm not saying, you know, what I'm saying that's the whole thing. When when anybody talks about kids, it's 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 not on a, it's not on no, I know everything kind of thing because we all trying to do the best we can. But I realize with kids, it's all about, it's all about respect, and and uh, it's 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 yeah, it's really just about respect. It's about just uh, just kids knowing their role, they're knowing their place with the person that they're with. You know what I mean? It's it's uh kids have respect for different individuals and that plays out as time goes on. So it's, you know, I mean, for us, you know, it's just really about setting a good example, having the discipline and, and, and having these kids respect us again. Absolutely. You know what, Corey? I wish I had hmm. less so I could wear overalls. <laughs> Did you just say you wish you had less titties? Yeah. So you so could I wear can... overalls? You know, I don't get to have those pleasures in life, and all the flat-chested women get to be great. I don't wear overalls. <laughs> but, but if you, but if you wanted some, and you have flat chest, you can get some, and it'll be okay. And it, it look, it look how it's supposed to look. I get overalls, and the overalls is like, oh no, these titties are just too big, and these nipples are too strong. So, yeah. <laughs> just my thoughts alright so since it's eleven ten, I don't want to get into everything else I want to get into so let's um, do shows and listeners we like on stereo for the last mm-hmm. part of the show alright but alright so for me people that I like on stereo since October that have started that I could think of right now I would say mm-hmm. Mr. Because he's always on here singing his ass off. Um, Your Highness, she's cool. Yes, I like Willie, Your Highness. Willie from Philly. Um, Baylor. When Baylor Baylor came in last night, dropping marriage gems. You have hey, Baylor is awesome. Facts. You have Black Paco from Nuts and Guts podcast. Then you have you know my one and only. My ace, my partner in crime on the stereo app, Greg from Hey Greg and Young Black and hey. Um, Big Boy with an I two two five. He has some good topics, and I feel like he picks his people that he does talks with wisely that can carry out what he's talking about. And he'll be on here for hours dropping gems about things we need to know. E Ruth, that's Kev's other yes. Hat. What an intelligent mind. Um, e Ruth. Kev, Kev is the boy, you know what I'm saying? Kevin. 
So that's who I have for me on my side. Who you got? All right. So first of all, I just want to say for the record, the people that I didn't go a after, it's just because I don't know them. It's not because I don't like them. Yes. Before somebody tries to fucking clock me for some bullshit. But because uh, <laughs> I know y'all trying, but <laughs> but I love a few people, you know. OK, so first of all, if y'all notice, I follow 169 people. That is a lot for me. I don't yeah. usually do that. I don't I'm actually going to be purging soon because I don't really like to follow too many people. Yeah. Um, But what I want to do is shout out some cool ass people so Benny Boom Boom Benny was in here earlier I love him he has great voice talent he does the announcer voice extremely well and you can basically go in his room and ask him to say pretty much anything and he will say it in the announcer voice it is hilarious um but he's also from Boston and I love his actual (laughs) accent Mm -hmm. it's very sexy I think him and Michelle, Michelle 7.7, 7, uh, they do a lot of talks together. They are a fantastic duo. Michelle is loud. She is blunt. She is amazing. She's got a lot of energy. She keeps yeah. it real, and I respect the fuck out of that. She's from New York, so they have this little New York-Boston rivalry, kindred spirit thing going. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's fantastic. So, guys, check them out. Brown Nuts. Brown Nuts is okay yes absolutely Mm -hmm. because he has some brown nuts and he knows how to use them uh not that i know but like like i don't know from firsthand experience but i know yeah you you can sense these things he ain't he ain't is there's no cap for him no he he don't wear caps you know he's not the best no caps and no condoms what's up Exactly. So Brown does he he talks about a lot of the kinky kinky. Uh okay. he's uh he's very well developed into the BDSM community. It's all about consent, it's all about communication, it's all about education, it's all about checking in, making sure that your partner is always good. He is a dom. He's been doing a lot of talks about this lately, and I have been doing a lot of talks or I've been planning a lot of talks with him. Okay. And he is very professional. But he's also, he's, you know, he's a jokester. He's going to get in that ass. So, like, be prepared. Okay. Um, we also have E. Reed. E. Reed is my, uh, my Taurus sister, all right? We do the Church of Taurus every Sunday. But she okay. also does the Stereo's Got Talent talent show with okay. Jersey Worthy, who is also amazing. Um. I- I caught a show or two from them. Hmm? Say that again? I said I think I caught a show or two from them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I love them both very much. Uh, E-Read also does talks with Dr. Pete, so check Dr. her out there as well. Dr. Pete is always Freak on. Nasty Gord. God, yes! Yes, we both know Freak Nasty Gord. Mm. He is highly intelligent. You know, everybody thinks that, you know, well, not everybody, but a lot of ignorant people think that freak nasty people ain't got no damn sense. They can't be intelligent. They just freaky. They just nasty. They just stupid. And I just I'm here to tell you that the freaks be real, real smart. How do you think we got to be freaks? You can't even tell that we're freaks half the time because we're too smart for you. There's levels. Uh huh. Levels to this shit. 
So we also have heavy Mahas. So um, as you guys know, uh, Hey Greg and Shan here, she gets it podcast. They do a lot of talks together. They're fantastic. They're quite dynamic duo. Uh, I decided to collaborate with both of them because I think they're both amazing. Um, And I joined a radio station that is just getting started called The Weasel. That's 88.9 KWL, The Weasel. Um, Or is it 89.9? Damn it, I don't remember. It's The Weasel, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) KWZL. And Heavy Mahez is on there with me. Um, So keep a lookout for him. He is the uh, Ascended Master out here yes yes he also does uh corny university with m spectacular they are hilarious they put on little skits and shows they'll pretend to be in a relationship having a fight on stereo it's hilarious (laughs) it's it's the best honestly and truly um Mm -hmm. infinite thought and thotty scotty are often together Yeah, Thaddy Scotty. Thaddy Scotty is that man. Infinite Thought is a brilliant mind. I appreciate both of them highly. So those are just a few of my people. I have way too many, quite frankly. Um, But that just goes to show, you know, when you find good people on this app, there are more than you might think. Mm -hmm. Um, You just got to keep looking because I've been here since October as well. I got here October 17th on the nose. And, uh, or it might have been the 16th because I didn't go live my first day. I went live my second day. So yeah, October 16th, I got here. And um, it has taken me until now to reach um, following 169 people. And like I said, I'm not gonna continue to follow all of them just because I don't, like they don't go live. So yeah. it's not it's not because they're not cool people. Um, yeah. I just don't like to have my follower list that high or following, yeah. I guess. I haven't gone um, through my followers, but um, I might. Because I like to talk on all of my social media. I like to talk to the people that's actually following me and I like to engage with them. And if you're not talking to me and I don't engage with you, I don't really understand why you're here. And um, I got I got a DM uh, this week with somebody saying a follow for a follow or follow me. I'm just like, I don't know you. So why would I follow you? And you don't talk to me on here. So what am I following? So, um, yeah, I like my following to be um, authentic. So I might go through them. I might go through them. I'm looking through them now, and honestly, I can't see anyone that I really want to unfollow at this point. Because so, a, that's a clean number. That means you've been choosing wisely. Yeah, I go through it regularly, actually. I go through it about every other week, and I unfollow people. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, there's a couple people on here that have more than one account because they keep getting banned. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, you can say whatever you want to say, but when it comes to people, don't don't come on here trying to be controversial for for clout or for likes and stuff. I think that's corny. I agree with that. 
focus on your own thing. So um, this is a good one. This will be good shows to come. She Gets Hardcore will be on here on Thursdays at 9.30. So next Thursday. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time, yes. I made the... um, the uh, cover and Corey was like, you gotta put Eastern on there. And I was like, you know what? You motherfucking right. So um, <laughs> I put that uh, I appreciate everybody that's listening. I appreciate everybody that came through and dropped a comment. And who we like on stereo, who we're listening to on stereo will change because people are coming and going on this app. And um, if you guys are on Clubhouse, it's She Gets a Pod on there. I don't know if you're on Clubhouse. Are you on Clubhouse? I am not because I have an Android phone. Okay. I know. Hey, Greg is over here giving me shit (laughs) for the Android phone. But Um, uh, my dad still pays for my phone, so you could talk to him about it. Right. You can catch Corey on her IG at MoonLitDNA. You can catch me on IG at she gets a pod hashtag she gets a pod. You can find me. You can find me in the streets, but not really because I'm in my house. You can find me on Twitter and um, same. She gets ass for real. Yes, you can catch her at the same name on Twitter. And um, again, get the butters. Is yes, getthebutters.com. Also, get the butters on all social media. And please, feel free. 5% off discount code. K-I-A-R-A. Vegan and organic hair and skincare. Black-owned, queer-owned business. Support the community, y'all. Thanks. BG magic, black girl magic. It is Corey or core to you. Don't get it twisted. My name is Shan from She Gets a Podcast. Any last things you want to say? Me? Nah. Just check us out. Follow us. You know, hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear about. If you got questions, and we can uh, bust through these messages. Yeah. And uh, we yep, be out. Yep. 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 I got a question. How much wood hey. could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Damn it, Von Roy. Chuck, 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 chuck. Because you're not about to, you know, have my mouth tore up. <laughs> That's Von Roy. Von Roy is part of the Weasel Gang. Weasel Gang? <laughs> hey, so she gets a pod. Just to ask a question. Are you the hood Matilda? I might, I might be. You, you you watch Matilda as a kid? I've seen Matilda, but I don't know how he got the you're the hood Matilda. I mean, the hood Matilda be by any means necessary, and I will say that. Yes. Yes, I will say that. I concur. Yo, that's where baby daddy's got it easy though. And, and I ain't a baby I ain't a baby daddy, but I can see it on the other side like you yeah. get the kids, their little toys, the little games, anything like that, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's so appreciated. They love yeah. that toy. Yeah. But you over there, you know what I'm saying, feeding them every damn day and all the other shit, you know what I'm saying, clothing them and, and bathing them and, and all the other shit. And it's like, you know what I'm saying, that's just expected. That's what you're supposed to do. So 
I get that dynamic of it. I do. Listen, every time this nasty little girl that looks sweet as pie wipes a booger on my wall and I have to wipe it off to where it takes off my Oh, paint, my God. The picture of it and I send it to him and I said that you need to go check your walls because she's trifling. So, yes, I get the shit show and he gets the, oh, she's so cute. <laughs> Core. What's going on, y'all? Hey, all jokes aside, I miss y'all show. I'm sorry. Um, okay. I'm going to drop you a follow. Uh, Chan, drop yes. me one back. Good to hear y'all. Talk to you later. Nobody has missed the show. You know why? Because I'm going to break it down. I'm going to edit it, and I'm going to post it on She Gets a Pod so you can have it tomorrow. You won't Plus, it'll be on uh, KWZL The Weasel. Oh. Uh, I need... I need to put our website down actually now in the uh, in the um, in my like bio or whatever. But it is eighty eight point nine. Okay. So if you just want to go to eight eight nine kwzl dot online, yeah. y'all, it'll also be there. Um, shortly. When I say shortly, I mean give me a week. Give me give me a week. I got a lot of editing to do. Yes. Yeah, I got a lot of editing to do. Oh, no, I do. <laughs> but hey, she gets the pods. I love you. You know, I love you. But I'm gonna just, you know, what I'm saying, give you a little dose. You know, what I'm saying, you, uh, you complaining about having big titties. I don't think that's gonna really. I don't think that's really hitting the way you think it's gonna hit. I don't think it's really falling the way you think it's gonna fall because you know, what I'm saying, there's a lot of listeners and women out there that want some big titties. And we'll trade the little titties they got for some big titties. And vice versa, there's a lot of big titty women out there that'll trade their big titties for little titties. But uh yeah. Just to just to give you that perspective. Yeah. I would love yeah, to we could them. we could I'll take you I'll take some of them. I'll take some of your titties. Do you wanna do you want a deep D breast? Both of them. I got I got deep D breasts with loud nipples, okay? Okay. No, no, no. I want to keep my nipples. I want to keep my nipples. I'll just take some of the, some of the the booby fat, and we could just okay. do a little exchange. Like I just, I'm not gonna take all of it. I'm not gonna take all of it. But I just all like right. a little bit. You know, I mean, I mean, was... you could you could give a little bit to all the small booby people, and then we yeah. could all be even. Yeah, it's on to donate. I'm trying to get to like a full C, and I'm at a small B. My life was so good at a full C. Like it actually in shirts and they weren't busting out at the top now it's kind of like damn let me be great but you know whatever whatever. I love you yeah (laughs) that is such a good point like I, I, I think I came on here around the same time you like October Mm-hmm. November maybe mm-hmm. and um, yeah just uh, you know like for me I'm not no big social media person anyway so you know it's with the whole follow stuff I just usually do the whole pity pat thing like if you follow me I follow you kind of thing but I realize like in my memory brink I know people on this app that are you know pretty much just interesting and just like you say they uh they um they put they have input and then you know at the same time it's reverse so you know it, yeah like I do need to go through my 
my friend list and kind of just kind of scroll through and try to delete, you know, just try to have a more focused, um, you know what I mean? Cause this, this is, this app is really all about like-minded people. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely. Sure. This is why we are here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why well, she gotta be the hood Matilda. Why can't she be the suburban Matilda or, or the, uh, the, the uh, estate Matilda, you know, what was you know. Matilda? Matilda from the block. Listen, Matilda from the block, because when I sit down, I do not cross my legs. Okay, on purpose. Okay. I used to get in trouble for that. I like to sit with my I, legs I, spread. I don't know why. It's not even just that I don't cross them. It's just spread, spread out all the way in a dress. I, I don't care. Yes. My last job, it was like a tech job and we were in the office, but it was open. So nobody had like a closed desk. So we got the option of getting chairs that were um, like very like about your body and the way that you sit. Or we got the the choice to sit on like uh, workout balls. You know me. I wanted to workout ball. ball. So I knew it. <laughs> I wanted to wear like dresses and shit. It's just easy to wear certain dresses for women with no draws. So I would have people that walk up to me and be like, I'm tall. Are you wearing draws today? I'm like, nope. How can I help you? Wow. <laughs> hey, Cor. Hey. What's good? Hey, prototype. I love you. We got one more in this thing. Uh, because no matter what she gets a pot says, she hooded in the motherfucker. There I you go. Am. I am. I just keep so it. So final my plug. Since yep. you uh hood the motherfucker, mm-hmm. uh, I think you should get the perfume hood bitch with good pussy off of getthebutters.com. Who sells this? Who sells this? Get the butters. Okay, so I'm going tonight because I just I just bought some new perfume. I bought um. A Narcisco uh, perfume and this other uh, brand that I'm not used to, but I I heard good things from it. So I'll be on there tonight with that five percent mm-hmm. promo K I A R A tonight. All right, <laughs> be checking yes. that out. <laughs> we have Both. new scents out right now, so it's Hood Bitch with Good Pussy. We oh, got God. Devil Dick. We got. Uh, um, hippie bitch with good pussy. We got milf. We got dilf, and we got himbo. Dilf. Yeah, dilf. So it, Dad, I'd like to fuck. Hey. Yeah, you know, milf is mom. I'd like to fuck. Dilf is dad. I'd like to fuck. Okay, yeah. Okay. You're telling me things. We might have to do an episode on dilfs. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Because I'm literally about to buy the guy that I'm hooking up with this scent because he is a he's a dilf. Oh man, <laughs> that's what I like. I like. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Who's this? We gotta hurry up and rush out of here before these people get us. Hood bitch with good pussy. That is the yep. shit right there. That is that is 2021. <laughs> Let's go get it. I'm on it. I'm going to look for it. I'm going to get it. I got you. (laughs) Get the butters.
<laughs> Wait, you guys have devil dick? I also have yeah. devil dick. Like, we have so much in common. Oh my god, yeah. If you need the perfume, well, you know, cologne, whatever. You need the scent, devil dick. You know, you gotta get it. No, no, no. I need that hippie bitch with good pussy. I, that's what I need. <laughs> I need that speed that. <laughs> I mean, sure, you can get both. You might want to be wearing the devil dick too. Who knows? <laughs> My theory is that if if you uh if you're seeing someone new and you you plan on impregnating them, uh oh. what you do is is you buy them hippie bitch with good pussy or or um hood bitch with good pussy for Valentine's Day and then you know you get it in and then for Mother's Day you'd be right there with milf because you got them knocked up they're gonna be a mama it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it here first with Corey, and my name is Shan from She Gets a Pod, and uh, this is She Gets Hardcore on Stereo App, and we'll be back next Thursday. Yes, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to bust this last message, y'all. Bust it. Out. Can I eat your pussy? Okay. Nope. Good night. <laughs> Love y'all.